Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us for another edition of Dev Chats. Today, we are here with Sam Watts. He is the uh, Immersive uh, Partnerships Director for Make Real, and uh, thanks for joining us today, Sam. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Thanks for thanks for being here. And uh, today, we are here to talk about Loco Dojo Unleashed, and that released on the Quest around October seventh, if I'm correct. Uh, uh, indeed, year. yeah, just a little over two months ago now. And then the original version came out, you were saying, around April of uh, 2017. Is that correct? Yeah. The, uh, on the Oculus Rift store, it was April, and it launched on Steam in September, I think it was. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Excellent. So just about Quite like a long time ago now. Like that, <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah, I'd say, no, it's kind of kind of weird to think about, but I mean, that, I'm glad to see that it came to the Quest finally to give a bunch of people uh, a chance to play the game. Um, I myself hadn't been able to check it out till recently because I didn't have a computer back then at the time, right. so I wasn't able to see it then. So when, once I heard it was coming to Quest, got me excited there. Um, how let's uh, let's get uh, to know you a little bit here. Um, how long have you been with the company, and what, what's kind of your background? Um, I've been with Mate Real since um, mid twenty thirteen. Um, I joined as a uh, a manager at the time to help them deliver what we could call now a mixed reality uh, construction training simulator. Um, it was a 15-meter um, parabolic screen with multiple projectors projecting three content of what we call a time slice, like a frozen snapshot of a construction development um, onto the screen. And then they had uh, live... Um, construction huts and phone lines and actors in hard hats and high vis and I'm running on and go, you know, oh, Tommy stepped on a nail, what do I do? And it's like, oh, you've got to refer to health and safety directive, blah, blah, blah. And then the phone would be ringing and it would be the plumber pretending to have an argument with the electrician or something like that. Um, and then That's awesome. during that time, we, uh, it, we got the uh, Oculus Rift DK1 Kickstarter backer rewards arrived and it suddenly it was like there's a cheap headset that can do vr that runs with unity um we can do something with this we can make a business out of it um so once we delivered the construction training sim to to um they they extended my contract for a year to basically explore to understand what it was that we could do with vr but um about so after a year later, um, like DK2 had then come out, um, we'd started, uh, we'd made a game uh, called RS Components, um, whom they, they produce like Raspberry Pi and Arduino and sell hundreds of thousands of little electrical components uh, for, for building circuit boards and whatnot. Um, and they were launching in China and they wanted something big and impressive to attract people to come to the booth. So we made a four player network racing game where you were racing around like a cable essentially um, through a city that was made up of like oversized servers and PCBs. Oh, neat. And uh, it ended up being so popular that their booth was being threatened with closure every day because all the other booth holders were complaining because everyone was <laughs> oh, just boy. like was queuing up and you know, using other 
was the part of the queue to have a go and watch. Um, so when when it came back, and that was that was like early March 2014, um, and it was on DK1. So we had to score Oculus DK1s into China and then make sure all four came back again. Um, right. I think maybe it was the first time that VR had been available to the public in China. Uh, but I, I, I can't vouch for that, but it, it's certainly one of the very, very early uh, early times, certainly when a DK, DK1 was there, it wasn't officially available. Um, right. And then we thought there must be something in this. Um, so what doing, uh, so our, our moniker is Serious Fun, uh, which kind of reflects the 70% of the enterprise stuff within 30% of the in and out of home entertainment stuff. Um, so we turned this booth demo into a game, um, and that became Radio G, which, uh, was a day one light for the Oculus Rift back in March, 2016. Um, mm -hmm. and it was one of the early things, um, early experiences you download on, uh, the, 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 the Oculus Share, uh, application where people were sharing demos and experiences um and then um it uh yeah, it, it became a day one launch title um and then we uh, it came out in, on on oculus store and then it came out in steam uh, and then got it to come out on uh, psvr um and then um the partnership we had to create the studio um, they then worked with um, Things 3D publisher, who then did version for 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 Quest. Um, okay. But after Radio G, it was like, right, what else can we do? Uh, and we had the early access to to the early touch controllers, so we worked with Oculus to uh, um, explore and basically we created a prototype to 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 get the funding to build Loco Dojo uh, as a full title. Um, so we got the funding signed in October 2016, um, and then yeah, a team of about people for six months uh, to launch it in in April. Um, but before joining, my background is coaching uh, uh, the e-learning companies, um, but also gaming. So I used to work for NCSoft, uh, overseeing all the QA for. Oh, City of Heroes and Guild Wars and oh, yeah. Water Assault and Tabula Rasa and many other games that, that don't don't exist today. Um, well, obviously, myself. Guild Wars Two yeah. is still a thing, but um, we, as is the nature of the games industry, um, the European office most most people got made redundant um, just before sort of game. Um, so it was like late. 20 to 2009 i think or early 2009 um and i companies doing games or flash web games um or translation for for zynga um which i then left to to, to join became make real um but make real was, was only uh only fully conceived as a company in 2018 um, it used to be a web company, and then we ended up sort of closing off the website and then building up on the immersive side, and we fully pivoted to AR, VR, um, and everything in between. Um, 
uh, in, in 2018. So you have know, had three good years of of, of growth uh, just on immersive technologies. Wow, that is quite a background. Uh, so you so you started off doing simulation stuff, kind of bringing like people's CAD drawings to life there. Uh, then you saw there was stuff from there. Started working with that. Got the yeah. idea for the game. NCSoft, actually, I used to play all the games you're talking about there. Uh, mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I actually have a Guild Wars 2 uh, t-shirt <laughs> in right, my closet right. over there. And a nice uh, signed poster from when they came to Los Angeles there. Because uh, I was yeah, a nice. huge fan from the start on there, too. So, And then uh, working on Loco Dojo. And I saw, oh, Radial G2 as well, you, were, you had mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that they're actually we're offering that version for free on Quest now too for Radial G if people wanted to check yeah. that out too as well, um, which is which is pretty awesome. And uh, I didn't know that was you guys either, so that was news to me hearing that from you right now. But uh, yeah, we I, yeah. Um, at the time uh, because we were just like the three D three D department of a web company, um, we we formed a partnership with um a, a couple of other people who, who put got some early seed investment in um, and we to another company called which was the the company sort of listed as a studio and a developer for real g um but it was it was actually it was the make real team or what became the make real team who, who made it um and when we launched loco dojo because it was us who got the funding um it all just got a bit complicated and we ended up just you know everything is now make real and it's just a lot more straightforward because whenever i'm doing interviews people know i'm somewhat immersive partnerships director from make real as opposed to am i talking to game producer from tamika or whatever um so we, we just aligned everything to make it a bit clearer moving forwards um but yeah it wasn't only it was only recently i realized that um, my job title, uh, uh, the initials are IPD, which is obviously, you know, quite important in, in VR. <laughs> I didn't even put that to- <laughs> yeah, I didn't put that together. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Uh, let's see. But um, so how, how many people do you have at the company currently? Is it just, um, uh, At the moment now we have um, 30, 35 people now um there was four when i joined um in the 3d team um one designer one developer one artist and me um and you know a boss uh but um it it stayed like that for quite a while um but it was when uh just before we 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 nicola on she came on board and did the psvr port of um radio g um and then she stayed on um, to, to, to work on other projects. Um, and then when we got the funding for Loco Dojo, we built and hired more people and built a proper team for it. So we had um, artists, a couple of part-time artists, a couple of full-time artists, um, uh, extra designers and extra developers. Um, and then some of them have stayed, some of them have gone to other, other places. Right. Um, and we've just kept on growing, really, and bringing more people on. So um, we've, yeah, we've, we've we've definitely grown uh, to, to to match the number of projects that we're working on. We typically have six or seven immersive projects in development at any time, um, but these are all 
typically done like an agency um, bespoke right. uh, content in VR or AR or um, mobile or motion platforms for uh, for big, big companies. Um, and then the the profit from that, you know, feeds into our own internal development of building our own products and allowing us to do things funding the development of the quest version of loco dojo unleashed for example um because we we started that we actually started the development in like mid 2018 when we first got the early santa cruz dev kits um before west came out in march 2019 um but we had to put a halt on it when initial uh, curation of the store um meant that it wasn't going to get onto the store initially um, and then we just worked with Oculus over time to understand what it was that they were looking for to ensure that it could get onto the store. Um, and we got greenlit just before Christmas. Then development started again, um, and we've, 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 you know, we've had an artist, a, a designer, and a developer working until launch um, to then take it from what was the PC version to add new single player and multi um to uh add those improvements that we always do add um and then um we've it's just broken in terms of its development cost um so that took like a couple of months um but now we can start putting you know money into our chest of features and updates and what we're going to do next with it so um yeah that's yeah we have many plans and many side. ideas. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, 2022, we will continue to, you know, build upon the game, um, which we couldn't really do with PC just because of uh, the, the the numbers and the, the, the revenue right. was quite low. Yeah, it can be a tough gamble sometimes on the PC side. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely get into the game, but uh, before, just for people that maybe haven't seen the game before, um, can you just give like a light elevator pitch to what the game is yeah sure um it's designed as um a sort of wacky crazy take on um a lot of no well uh, yeah, i'll start again it's <laughs> um it's kind of hard to describe um it's essentially a series of games that are launched by moving your character around a meta game uh, the meta table game um, there's a very popular Nintendo franchise, which uh, we let people say that the game is like in VR um, to, to save any um, yeah, we, repercussions we won't, from we won't, we won't mention, Yes, we won't mention that for uh, yeah. fear of the, the uh, <laughs> Nintendo strike against... <laughs> yeah. um, but essentially, each minigame is like two minutes long. Um, they... A lot of them are kind of uh, like, you know, rubbing and patting your head um, if you can do that. So it's exploring all the different ways that you can use touch and, and input. Um, but they're all stupid games. Like, you know, you're there's um, a kitty litter box, but it's actually like, you know, where the bowling ball comes out and you've got a catapult. And when you pull it back, you've got cats that then form balls. And you've got to fling them at oh, no, the dog's tongue um, oh, yeah, that's to right. then pull the dog's tongue down to score more points. 
Um, but some of them are bombs. And you click those at your opponent's dog's tongues instead to blow their cats off. Um, or you've got a remote control pig. You've got to pick up apples and get it back uh, to the target area. Uh, you're riding a pig and you're steering it with a carrot. Um, you've got piglets and you've got to milk a piglet. Uh, sorry, milk a pig with piglets and pat bottoms to to the milk out. Um, yeah, it, it's. It's kind of hard to describe. Um, but it, yeah, I, I, I love the I love the descriptions you're given already. That's great. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to cut It's you a off. stupid, fun, you know, multiplayer game uh, that if I'm having a, a bit of a down day, I just go on YouTube and find people, find you know, uh, streamer videos of people doing it, and just listen to people wetting themselves, laughing uh, <laughs> whilst they're playing, and it's just like you know, we may that make people genuinely happy so yeah i gotta say i was playing with the some of the team the other day and uh i like we were just having a great time it was just laughing and yeah i just, i hadn't seen a lot of the different stuff in there myself so a lot, a lot of the games were all kind of new to me so you know for my first experience i gotta say that was pretty fun um <laughs> i definitely remember the experience after i was done with it which was which was great and uh for for myself i can't wait to go and and uh, and play it again uh there's like what you guys got like 16 different games in total or is it yeah on this one yeah, there's 16 yeah. games um split across four themes um there's seaside countryside the desert and uh foggy swamp um the in, in the future we quite yet decided do we create a whole new meta board game table <laughs> that we can flip over um, with you know all new mini games, or do we just do we release like a theme and then you could like you know come in sort of different quarters to build your own your own board map as it were? Um, we uh, have to see um, how we go about yeah. you know releasing new content. So you definitely have plans. So you know I was going to ask that eventually. So <laughs> like yeah yeah definitely. I like that, I, I mean, like that you're open with it. I appreciate that, but. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's. I mean, people are people are definitely going to want more in there. Um, uh, during the, during the game, um, sometimes if you were to exit out of the game, uh, or somebody would leave that was hosting the game, the game kind of kind of cuts cuts out for somebody there. So like you're not able to rejoin. Are, are you guys on working on a method for something like that that may help that out? Um, um, like I said, this can be off the record. I just want to know out of my Yeah, no, it's fine. It, it, it's something that we do want to look at. Um, and we are aware that it's just the way we got the photon set up is the person who creates lobby essentially becomes the host. Um, so if that person drops out, then it does kill the room of everyone. Um, we would need to, uh, so, I mean, bearing in mind, you know, when, when we took it from PC VR, that was how it was built. Um, and had to do a lot of upgrading of the Unity and a lot of optimization of all the assets. And we pretty much just lifted and shifted most of the multiplayer services yeah. straight as, but we, we had to upgrade it with newer versions of Photon. Um, and yeah, it's something we were sort of, off, we added the quick match mode as a way to ensure that there was more people coming back to a stage to be available more rapidly or more frequently. Um, 
and with the budget that we had and the time that we had, um, it, the, 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 it was the easiest, most straightforward way was to replicate systems that was already working before. Um, it just seems, um, I think, on Quest just, um, I don't know, feels, uh, compared to some of the other multiplayer games now where, where multiplayer have moved on, uh, we would need to look at how how we could implement that that, that different method. Like, you know, Demio's got real nice, you know, and, and Space Team, they've got, you know, entering a room code. Um, and I guess it's just the system where it creates the lobby in ether essentially and who who's the owner of it um but yeah there's a there's a few little quirks like that where um we would like to be able to remove it um or you know even have a mode where because you can only join the lobby in the pre-lobby where you've got the apples to toss about and once the game started you can't join in and it's like how how could we have it so that you could join a game that was already in progress um, what would happen, you know, from a design point of view? Do if there's three players on the fourth player, then do we like add up all of the three players' current scores and you know, give you an average uh, starting set of victory coins to to sort of give you that match up? Um, there's, there's a whole there's a whole oh, realm of things we can do to right. to make that multiplayer more effective, um, but it is a game that people, a game like Pop One, where there's, you know, people always playing, you just drop in and you join a server and right. you, you play a few rounds. Um, it seems to be very much a game where people will organize a time and a slot to meet their, to play together. Um, so it's kind of difficult. Um, you know, with, so the, the, there's about 100 plus CCU, um, generally there's always people playing. Um, asking up, obviously, as we sell more copies, um, but we try to organise like calendar scheduled events to make sure that we're drawing people together to be online at the same time to sort of increase newbies' chances of finding members, uh, finding games to to join and play against with strangers. Because you know there's a lot of new quest owners out there, and it's a whole new audience really in for VR. Right. Um, and you know they don't necessarily have friends all set up and um, uh, available to join into yet. Yeah, true. I mean, a lot of the veterans may be going in, in a private party or something, and you know, yeah, just yeah. going in with their friends and stuff. So yeah, that's a, you know, it's a good way to it's a good way to deal with it. And it's, I'm sure people appreciate that you're looking into that too as well, because that will definitely. I mean, it's a great yeah, game, I mean, but yeah, so, I mean, like some people like us veterans don't mind because we're used to having like sometimes there's hiccups with the meetup or maybe there's no voice with somebody. So you're always coming back, you know, but uh, some of the yeah, yeah. some of the new people I might grab it, you know, if they could get in one hiccup like that right off the bat, then they're like, ah, oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. just, be, just be a little more patient. You know, they, people are working on it. These aren't giant. Uh, these aren't giant teams of people that are working on these games. Anyway, no, so. no, exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. we we had one full-time dev on it um, and an artist who was doing a lot of the, the optimization um, and then designer coming in to make sure the new solo do dojo mode and the quick match modes worked. Um, the next mode we now add is pass and play local multiplayer. Um, so actually we know that a lot of people play that way anyway, 
Right. Um, they do. It's easier for them to do it now with solo do- uh, with solo dojo rather than just running through the ten trials test, which is how they did it on on PC. Um, but, um, to actually have a proper mode where you know you can put in, hey, there's you know player one is Stamp, who's Jason, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, then we're gonna you know, all right, you player one has their turn now. Take the headset off, pass it to player two etc um and then you do like three or five rounds um and you know whoever gets the highest score in each mini game um is the overall winner <coughs> sorry excuse me um and then um you'll be able to um you know the card tv so you, you know people can see what when they're not playing how the other people are doing etc right. we're also um going to be launching it on uh, the Vive port store for, for Vive Focus 3 um, for China. Um, we have a deal with, with HTC Vive to do that. Um, and then um, whilst we're doing that, we can port it to Pico Neo 3 Pro as well. Um, oh, okay. But then the, the the path of least resistance to do that is do that now um, before we then go back to the Quest version and revisit my stuff um that's like got the the specific oculus facebook meta whatever um multiplayer services built in um because the more we put in now you know obviously the harder it is to port it to these other platforms down the line right. so um we want to get these versions out and then focus on uh bringing uh you know you can have a party in, on your quest and you hands in and then you can you know, launch and all go into the game um, from that party, for example, um, which will create lobby and you know it'll be a private space for you to go and play straight. There's, there's not that many games that, that are supporting it yet, um, so it's it's generally beneficial to support these features because then reason for having your game included when they talk about them, etc. Right. Any um, PSVR, PSVR two plans for for you guys? Or is it even um, yeah, I mean, when we when we hit the barriers with with Quest originally, you know, we'd done all the, the optimization work to get it running on Quest. Um, so it wasn't actually that difficult to then take that optimized version and get it running on the base PS4 with PSVR. Um, and it there it, there is a version; it does work. Uh, you can play multiplayer on PSVR. Um, there's you know a few enhancements for PS4 Pro. Um, uh, it's just the being a studio with a lot of projects pulling and requiring right. time. We just didn't have the right people available with the right internal budgets to sort of do that final multiplayer optimization bits that we needed to do for a smooth uh, PSVR launch. Um, so, yeah, never say never. There's certainly a desire and intention to, but we also have to look at um, the, the 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 users. So you know, we know right. you know there's probably on the time of launch, there's probably only like half a million or a million PC VR headsets at the time, um, and PC VR is always the one to aim for because we knew Sony had come out and said you know a couple of years ago. They're called like four and a half, five million units. 
Um, so that was like, you know, the marketplace to play more. Um, but now, you know, Quest yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. we, we know the official numbers. Um, I guess they're waiting um, for their for financial results now that they've separated Quest uh, or uh, Oculus out own um, reporting structure. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk that you know to 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 hit this self-sustaining envi- uh, ecosystem for developers needed 10 million units um the the there was the qualcomm um, a few weeks ago where uh they they backtracked came back and said it was actually analyst information but they they, they suggested that 10 million units had been shipped um but then you know there's a difference between 10 million XR2 chipsets that Qualcomm have shipped to you know, how many actually go into a unit, how many actually then go to a store. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, yeah. Um, and how many, you know, have then actually been sold Quest? You know, um, so I guess maybe the 10 million number will, will be official next year with their financial results for this year. Um, but you know, it's probably more than five million. I, I, I would guess, um, and I, I, I'm guessing PSVR is probably you know drop right off. Um, I, I, I'm selling my PSVR when I got a PS5 just because with an external drive and the camera adapter, and then the USB you need for the breakout box and everything. I ran out of USB slot. Right. <laughs> um, uh, and it was just, you know, it, these days with cables and external sensors and, um, you know, the tracking was never particularly good with, with PSVR. Um, yeah. It, you know, uh, for your game, probably could have worked. Two ends up being, yeah. you know, is, yeah. is, you know, a big opportunity, I'm sure. Yeah. So it'll be a reconsideration probably at the time if finances are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and, there. Um, we, 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 we've tried uh, finding PSVR developers is quite difficult. They're generally in studios and they're generally full-time employed. Um, it's not often... Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a difference between a developer who can use Unity and can use the PSVR plugins and whatnot to get it running, but that, that real optimization high-end polish phase um is is generally beyond um most of the people that we know locally who, who could come and work for us but yeah so i mean yeah you talked about the different modes for the game that's uh that's awesome that you guys are looking to, to get it everywhere there too so i mean i think more people should see the game uh, it's it's fun i mean i i used to yeah, I remember hearing before I had the PC, my, like my buddies kept playing. They were talking about it, and I was just like, "Oh, maybe eventually." You know, <laughs> like back then, I only had the PSVR. You know, didn't have a Quest or anything at the time. Uh, thanks to the community, they've helped a couple times. Got me the Quest One, and then my buddy this week actually just sent me Quest Two. Very nice of him nice. to do that. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're saying so. There's the ten trials mode where you're playing with your friends. You can play with two to about two to four people on that. Uh, the solo stuff, I haven't had a chance to try it myself yet. But uh, 
Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of changing the games up slightly just to make it one player, obviously, because you're not competing or it's just trying to get the highest score on that particular game that you're doing there. Um, I liked all the different kind of masks that you guys had, too. It looked like you kind of followed the... Uh, the um, one of our artists was mentioning you kind of followed the... uh looked like the Chinese Zodiac there, right, for the different yeah, face yeah. masks. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I like, um, that, that was one of the things that because uh, the PCVO version, we had eight masks, and they they were available, you know, from, from the the moment you launched the game, um, and but you know, there's, there's twelve zodiac signs, right? Um, and so we were missing uh, pig, which you know, considering pigs feature so heavily in a game, it was like why wouldn't we pig mask? <laughs> um, snake, dragon, and goat. Um, so for, for the quest version, A, we added those four missing masks, so 12, but with the solo dojo mode, we made it so that, well, A, we, we had a lot of internally about ordering the games in terms of difficulty. Um, so they split into four. Um, so there's four tiers that you work through of difficulty and you have to, score at least a bronze tro- trophy in each mini game in each tier to unlock the next tier. but then if you score two gold trophies out of the uh, out of those four mini games you will unlock one of the original uh, so now sorry uh four masks are available off and then eight are eight are locked um so if you get two gold trophies in a tier you unlock one of the older masks if you get four gold trophies in a tier, you unlock one of the new masks. Um, and you know, I, I actually sucked a few of the games um, on on PC. Um, milking a pigs with milking a pig with piglets. I know I, I I knew the I knew how to play it, but I just didn't. I hadn't twigged how to well to be able to get gold. So when we'd added this feature where you have to get so many gold trophy on masks when i'm doing all the testing to see whether the functionality is working properly you know i'm having to get good at these games to be able to get a gold um and yeah uh it it took me a long time um with milking of pigs and rattlesnacks where you're firing snakes to catch burgers out of the air um it yeah to well, if you got to point where at a time they'll fly out. Hey, you make it just a bit easier. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you do the threshold for gold down a bit? Because it's really hard. Um, but, you know, <laughs> then, because the design is super simple to pick up and and, and play. Right. You know, it's it's like trigger buttons. You pick one up. You, you throw, you know, you right. connect things or you throw things um, or you grab. It's just pretty straightforward. Um but yeah, it's real skill and mastery of yeah, actually easy. getting really good at it. Easy to learn, hard to master. I, I yeah. appreciate that too. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes when things get too cumbersome, people will kind of back away from it too, you know. But yeah, no, it was it was real easy. I could keep up with everything that was going on. Um, even for me too, because I have uh, upper mobility issues and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, some yeah. of the games like the throwing the spirits cactus were some games were a little tougher for me, but still playable. You know what I mean? Right. And and in very short increments to the point where, you know, you'd have a 
you could sit there and relax for a minute or whatever until you get into the next round there where you're competing yeah, for your yeah. next uh your next green belt or uh blue belt or you know <laughs> whichever level that you're at when you're playing with your buddies there but yeah, yeah i like that too well um that's why we added um uh the blue box that, that is under the table although i appreciate you have to reach down to get it out um, so it should be a toggle somewhere really as well but um it's also for uh you know, smaller people younger people to play right. um <laughs> that you know they can pull out and artificially boost them up to the height of a standing adult um uh so yeah it's but then it made it yeah. a lot more possible for for seated play as well yeah, that that helped. Uh, also, a good thing with the Oculus now is they have the where you can bring your height. The raise height. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I ended up using that versus pulling out the box. But I thought that was great that you did that because not a lot of people do that too. And the fact that you thought about that, I, I, of course, I'm somebody like me is going to appreciate that. And I know other yeah. others out there, probably the kids do like you're saying as well, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't want to be just looking at the top of the table there on the. Thing. Yeah, I mean, it, be, it, it, it's just those things. <laughs> you don't think about with VR design right it's just um, watching niece and nephews or whatever play for the first time kids of, of people in the studio coming in and playing and then suddenly they're just like oh yeah they, don't, <laughs> they can't even see over the top of the table <laughs> yeah it's a it's a tough one yeah that helped my life in blast on there too when I was playing that because if not I was like hey guys <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like this. I'm like this tall and on my chair. I got like this much movement. This is not gonna. This could be a tough one for yeah. me. But yeah, yeah. The fact that you guys thought about that, I, I appreciate it. Uh, we kind of gone through a lot uh, for the game. Um, like I said, I would personally uh, would recommend it for people out there just because it's fun. It's great with friends. It's affordable. <laughs> and uh, and if you guys are gonna keep adding more to it, that's just gonna make it even more fun uh is and you've already covered that you guys already have future plans is there anything that else that you'd like to cover today or anything that you want to mention uh, i mean we've got you know a lot of plans for content i mean when we designed the original 60 mini games we we started off just by like writing three four words onto a post-it note and putting it on the wall and then we would put a star on the ones that sounded like the best or stupidest ideas um and then those would get turned into we'd spend like a couple of days just building really rough prototypes to see how it plays um and we would vote again and then see which one got taken to beta um and fleshed out into like more rounded gameplay experience um so we've got like you know couple ways of full of ideas um ready to turn into more mini games that we um we, we liked um you know the, the the really duff ideas we just got rid of but um <laughs> the, 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 there's still a lot of things there that were quite highly voted but not voted high enough to get into the game for long but um we've had a number of ideas since um i one thing i'd, I'd really like to do is like a, i'd like to do a vr theme so i'd like to do you know either like a the thing with a wooden world or some kind of wooden um uh you know cyberverse sort of style um with all the pink 
sneeze and you know blues and everything, but like make a one minute uh, a version of other popular VR games. So like have a mini game and uh, other games, for example. Uh, uh, so yeah, that's. You have to so start like talking to <laughs> your game. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so I can't wait to start. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, it's time to start talking to other developers and seeing whether um, they would let us use their IP uh, uh, in the game to uh, uh, not parody, but, you know, um, tastefully recreate it. Right. Um, with a loco dojo theme to it, um, but yeah, oh. I, I mean the, the, the best thing for us though is <laughs> which, uh, which we have some that do, so um, maybe they maybe they'll reach out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the best thing for us is uh, something we haven't really talked about is the fact that the grand grand sensei, you know, is voiced by Brian Blessed, um, which you know for us as British developers is a very well known cult British actor. Um, we're all of a certain age where, you know, we remember or we flash Gordon, um, as the cult sci-fi, uh, movie. Um, and we, yeah. you know, from that, um, if you're slightly younger than people know him as like the King of the Gungans from Phantom Menace. Um, if you're, if you're with kids of a certain age or, you know, young kids these days, um, and you know what Peppa Pig is, then he, like you know he does Grumpy Rabbit and in, in Peppa Pig, uh, but he's just you know a great character to to work with, um, a much larger and very larger than life uh, uh, actor in person. Right. Um, he, he's not acting per se. He's just he's just being him. Um, so you know you anything that we add means that we you know, that we have to get him back into this. To do more, more video. <laughs> so it's it's great that you guys were able to get him. Did you end up uh, reaching out to him, uh, or did, um, did somebody in the studio know him? Uh, we kind of know him now, um, but we we have a thing in the studio called Punt of the Week, where you know um, we want to do something, and you know my mom always used to say, "Don't ask, don't get," and it's just like, you know we. You try your luck, um, you know. You visualize your dreams, etc., and and sometimes they come true. Um, and we found his agent, and he contacted his agent and explained the game and explained that when we were designing the Grand Sensei character, you know, his his look and feel, and um, we had Brian Blessed in mind um, to to voice it from the, the get go, um, and they came back and. You know, so I said, we, well, you know, make us an offer and then we'll see. Um, and, uh, you know, the offer was accepted. Um, and we were given four hours of time in the studio. Um, and he came in, he, he was Brian Blessed, and he's like, rah, 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 et cetera. Um, and then, um, you know, like consummate professional nailed each line, bang, 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 run, um, you know, within a couple of hours. Um, so then we had extra time for, you know, reading up and extra lines and stuff like that. Um, so with with the quest, we had to get him back in because of the game. But also, you know, because of the limited budget we, we, we have for the first time and, and, and this time, 
but first time, you know, he, there's a lot of dialogue when you're around the table with him and he briefly explains each game when you go in. Um, but then you don't really hear from him again. So the quest version, we wanted to get a load more dialogue where, especially in solo dojo, which is like when you're trying to get better, or, you know, uh, more effective at, at each game. Um, we recorded a load of extra lines. So based upon how well you're doing, he's either, you know, spurring you on or, you know, giving you tips of what you should be doing if you're not doing it right um, to, to okay. hopefully help that wider demographic of Quest users understand what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, guidance is always good, <laughs> even, yeah. even if it's the simplest thing. Yeah, that's and, uh, uh, yeah. That's the, the the thing I do though is um, actually buy a Quest Two and send it to him with the game preloaded because he's not actually played it yet. Um, but oh. he is late eighties, I think. So I worry a little bit about. Um, I don't want to injure him because then he won't be able to do future updates. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a gamble there, right? Yeah, you don't want yeah. you want him to see it, but uh maybe just send him a video or something with uh yeah. with it in there. But yeah, I'd I'd love to see his reaction to stuff there, but yeah. Know, who knows? He could be in better shape than me. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Yeah. I'm I am i am sure it would be really know. good PR anyway. anyway. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that would be awesome for you guys, right? To have yeah. somebody showing them playing it there and talking about it on there. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing for you. But uh yeah, I mean that's hopefully we're we're here to try to help a little bit too, getting you out there, showing the game. Yeah. Um the the there'll be some footage playing in the background there and uh they'll get to see a little of us playing the game there during the show, or those who've been watching have already been watching it. So <laughs> I'm speaking in future and and present tense at the same time. Sorry, <laughs> sure. But uh, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's amazing that you guys were able to get them, like I said. But uh, is there is there anything else, or should did you want to end up wrapping this up, or did, is there no, anything I think else that you'd want to mention? These have been great. These have been these have been great stories and the great learning about everything here, and I appreciate you uh, taking part of your Saturday to uh, sit in here with us, especially a Saturday night. Well. Is a uh, awesome I, I'm always happy to, to to meet you know parts of the VR community and especially mm -hmm. people who are you know going out their way to encourage other people to get into it. Um, and yeah, you know it's it, it helps as promotion for the game. Um, but ultimately, you know, part of my job is talking about VR, and um, I wouldn't be doing my job for eight years if I if I didn't. Still love VR, so um, it's, I, I love it's always a pleasure to, to to meet and talk with people who who are passionate and enjoy VR. So. Speaking of that, uh, leading in, um, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Um, if people want to either check out a game, should they go to your Discord uh, website? What what do you prefer? What's the best way to get a hold of you? If somebody um, so locodojogame.com um, is the website. And from there, you've got links to the Twitter and uh, the Discord and our Instagram and YouTube and everything else. Uh, there's facts and hints and tips on there of how to get good mini games. Um, and obviously the links to all the various versions and the various stores as well. Um, uh, if you want to follow the studio, then we're Make Real uh, LTD, which is like the British uh, LLC type thing. 
Uh, yeah. So make real limited to uh, LTD um, on Facebook, Twitter, uh, et cetera, et cetera, or make real.co.uk. Um, if you want to follow me, uh, then I'm VR score Sam on Twitter, where I'm most active. Um, and then from my bio, you can then find my, uh, I've got a list of like all of the talks and quotes and interviews and stuff that I've done, which, you know, this will be going on. Um, and I'm nearly at 400, uh, since 2014, oh, wow. um, where I've talked about, you know, various assets, uh, aspects of VR development, um, games, publishing, um, uh, the, the, the enterprise usage, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so if you want to dig a bit deeper, um, into VR in general, then that's uh, a starting point or a continuation yeah. point. I know I've seen some, but I did not know there was 400 different ones that you've done out there. That's yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> I, think, I don't think we've even come close to that yet here. So hopefully in the future, but uh, yeah, that's uh, quite a feat. And uh, Sam, I really appreciate you taking the time again. Like I said, I know I said this already, but I appreciate you taking the time to sit here with it. Well, I mean, sit here with us I, I really appreciate you you having me and inviting us on. Yeah. It's it's always great. Oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. It's 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 fun for us. I'm I'm hopefully you had a good time, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll talk in the future or something when you get the more updates or if you got a new game coming. Um, would love to have you for whatever you want to talk about. And uh, yeah, Bye thanks everybody. For, and thank you, everybody, for joining. Um, we'll be here for another episode of Dev Chats coming soon. And uh, have a good day <laughs> or night or wherever you're at. Appreciate it.